Hello and welcome to the Libraries Unlimited podcast. This week we are talking all things tech. Yep, we visit the Fab Lab in Exeter to see what they get up to. We chat to South Moulton and their incredibly interactive Tova Tafel. And we get a lightning book review from Amy in Barnstable. Hi Callum, how are you? I'm good Lee, how are you? Uh, not too bad actually, thank you very much. What's been going on in your life this week? Anything interesting? What's been going on in my life? I should have prepared for this, Lee. Um, I've just shown up and I thought we could just chat. Um, no, what's been going on? Do you know what? Nothing much. I had three days off and I dug up my garden. That is what I've done. I've got, I've got, I've got a horrible sort of turf and it's really clay sort of soil. I've, I've, I've dug it up and I put some horse manure on it. It's going to be great, Lee. I'm going to put some grass down. I'm living the dream. Fantastic. Fantastic. Flowers? Maybe. Look, yeah. we can all... We can all imagine crazy things, Lee, and maybe some flowers. Lee, what about you? How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, keep it professional, Lee. Do you keep know it what? professional. I, I actually can't remember. That's, that's how interesting Brilliant. it's been. Yeah, it's oh, been right. Because oh, yeah. if you can't remember, that means it's either really, really good or, <laughs> or just really boring. Well, since the government's um, kind of like given us a bubble uh, member of the family to visit again, so we've we've had our daughter down to say hello, which is great. Oh, amazing! Yeah, it's been a long oh. time since we've seen her, so that's been really fun. And we play lots of games in our family. We've been playing yeah. tons of games. That's been really getting us through this. Um, Good. Online games, Jackbox TV, absolutely fantastic. But also, I love you know, Jackbox TV. Cl- Cluedo Monopoly, all those things. But yeah, oh. absolutely. Yeah, we're we're going why, through. Where's everything. my why? Why don't? Where's my? Where's my invite to these games, Lou? Let's do it. <laughs> Brilliant! I love we're I love doing. Jackbox. I've got it. Uh, I've got. I think I've got it on the Switch. Maybe I can't remember. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do a Jackbox session at some point. Anyway, so do you want to? Do you want to get into the news? Should we get into the oh, news? Yeah. What's going okay. on? Okay. Before we hear the, the 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 theme tune to the news, I'm gonna just say. That uh, in the like within the last few days, our chief exec Alex Kitto, who was in episode one, um, released a, a, a press release to the world to basically inform everybody about what we're doing um, with libraries over the next couple of months. And I thought it might be quite good if we just did a very quick summary. Um, I'll keep it light. Uh, you can find out all these details on libriesunlimited.org.uk. Um, and uh, the press release has found its way into like Devon Live and uh, Express and Echo and things like that. But the long and short of it is that from Monday, the 6th of July, Libraries Unlimited will be starting a phased opening of libraries, starting with four libraries. That's Braunton, Brixham, Chudley and Honiton, opening up reduced times and reduced services. And then over the next few weeks, we'll be uh, rolling um, branches opening across Devon. Um, we will be doing what's called a choose and collect service at most of the libraries all the way through this time. That's um, you choose your book, whether it's online or you could phone us up, come to the library and we collect it for you. So that's going to be happening. And then once the libraries start to open, we are going to be offering reduced computer services and photocopying and things like that. Obviously, there's going to be loads of social distancing rules and whatnot, but, you know, you'll be used to it by then. It won't surprise you that, you know, two meters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of our books will be quarantined for 72 hours once they are returned. So you can rest assured that any book that you get will be, you know, safe uh, and uh, correctly handled. We are also fully PPE'd up. Um, we are. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of um, stuff coming through at the moment. I've been back at my yes. library this week and boxes of the stuff has come through. So it's really good. Um, yes. We're all taking it very, very seriously. 
Hello, I'm Jane, the supervisor at South Moulton Library, the first library in the southwest to have a Tova Tafel. You'll have to excuse my pronunciation. Tova Tafel is Dutch for magic table. And I'm going to attempt to describe what this amazing piece of tech does and how it's brought joy to visitors of all ages and abilities. So the Tova Tafel is essentially a projector which beams beautiful coloured images onto a surface, normally a table, where they can be manipulated and interacted with by one or several pairs of hands. At South Moulton Library we have access to the dementia-friendly suite of games. Select the game called Masterpieces and an elaborate picture frame is projected onto the table. Spheres filled with virtual paint roll across the frame. Once touched, these spheres pop open with a satisfying splat and start to reveal a nostalgic picture. It might be of an old master, it won't be of an iPhone. When complete, it allows the participants to recall a memory or provoke a discussion. Other games include a sayings game, a jigsaw puzzle, kite flying, koi carp and a beautiful music box which you can see in action on our South Moulton Library Facebook page under videos. The designers of the games were looking for ways for the generations to interact successfully, especially if one of the group has memory loss or learning difficulties. The magic table can be easily accessed and enjoyed by the very young, the very old and all the ages in between. It's been a real icebreaker in the library. We have it switched on when the library is open for free access. We don't need an excuse to show people how it works. It's an uplifting experience. Slightly surreal, batting a projected ball backwards and forwards, but it's amazing how people really relax and open up. It always provokes friendly chat, something we know is vital for our community well-being. We're just the proud custodians of the magic table. The equipment was bought by the fundraising efforts of South Moulton, a dementia-friendly town, and local charities, in particular the Rotary Club of South Moulton, after seeing the table in action. A local lady with late-onset dementia sat down and started to sweep the table full of projected leaves into piles. Her husband said it was the first thing that had interested her in weeks. Someone got her a hand brush and she kept sweeping with a beautiful expression of calm on her face. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. Several people visit the library especially to brush the projected leaves. The familiar action is really therapeutic. It's got to be experienced to be believed. The children love rustling through the leaves and finding the ladybirds. We've also used the magic table for interactive story time. Particularly cool. The Tova Tafel is a great asset. It's encouraged people to visit the library that were unaware how much actually goes on in libraries and how vibrant and creative modern community libraries are. Have you ever seen the Tova Tafel? I have seen images of the Turbo Tavel and um, I've, I've, I've been very impressed with it. I've, def I've definitely seen uh, a little video with um, people who've uh, suffered with dementia really enjoying it. And um, I've seen the leaves being rustled about and things like that. But I, I am fascinated with the koi carp. I think I'll have to go down just to see what that's all about. OK, so there's a lot of tech about in different libraries. But, I mean, in Exeter Library, you've got some really great tech there. I mean, you've actually got a whole room full of it. Can you tell us what that's all about? Well... I think it would be better if I got the managers from the Barnstable and Exeter Fab Lab to come in and talk about it rather than me. So, Carola and Marcus, thank you very much for joining me. Um, how are you both doing today? 
Very well. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, good. Um, so, so who are you exactly? Like, why, why have we invited you onto the show? So, I'm the digital making tutor at Fab Lab Exeter. Um, we both work for Fab Lab Devon. Um, I've worked at the Fab Lab for around a year now. And yeah, we're based in Exeter Library. Hello, I am the counterpart for Barnstable Library. So I'm the digital maker tutor there. I've been at my role for almost two years. It'll be two years in October. And and so you both work for the Fab Lab. What exactly is the Fab Lab? Uh, an amazing room of creation and magic of tech and fabrication machines. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a great organisation that basically we're aiming to educate people on technologies. And, and what sort of technologies do you have in there? Uh, a variety. So we've got a lot of CNC machines and they include laser cutting, uh, our 3D printers, our vinyl cutters, our embroidery machines. We even do some 3D scanning of people, which is fun on occasion. So uh, yeah, I, I see the Fab Lab as um, a space where, uh, well, everything Carol has said, but also where people bring an idea and they, they make it happen, they bring it to life. And I, I agree with the analogy of magic that Carol has said. Um, it, it's great to see people bring in something to life that that's a concept, and and then take it forward from there. So, wait, sorry, when you say bring to life, like what sort of thing are people bringing to life in your fab lab? Um, all, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, um, people people come in and make prototypes for something that maybe they want to take forward with their business. Um, some people come in purely because they want to make gifts for people. Um, it's it's really wide. It, that's that's the fun in our job. You never know what people are going to make during the day. People transform drawings from two D to three D. They do art architectural builds. They have used it for prototype making. So when they just think of something, they then create it and bring it to life in person. So so anybody can just walk into the fab lab and start using a three D printer. Sort of. We do have certain rules. So uh, we do have a bit of stipulation of some people can join and then get taught and use the machines as they learn in their own time. And some people come along as workshops or events and they get taught specific tools then and there and have more of a outline of what they will end up creating some people bring in the stuff for us to just make and some people just come along for some demos so you can access it a variety of ways there is just so many amazing things that people come up with we see different things every day i had someone from uh switzerland who'd used a fab lab over there and she came and created a fantastic silk scarf using our vinyl cutter we've had um People make their wedding guest books on our laser cutter. We've had people prototype uh, robotic mo like cars and vehicles. We've had people. Oh, we recently did with a lamb the color changing USB lamp that we did laser cuts, and it was really lovely. So you so you can make you can make things from like LED lights to scarves. It seems like it seems like such a wide range of things like that people can kind of just walk in and use. Like Marcus, I I heard that there was a, a, a like a t-shirt printer. Is that right in in Exeter? Yeah, library? we also um, do dye sublimation, so you can uh, take a design in almost any format 
and then print it onto a special transfer paper and then we heat press it onto a t-shirt and and yeah it's it's as good as you get in a in a professional shop so marcus we're we're obviously in lockdown at the moment and we're not allowed into the libraries and i assume you're not allowed into the fab labs like how how are the fab labs like reacting to this situation yeah, we um, we're currently not in the building, but Carola and I we're working at home on various projects. Um, we we're taking some of our services now online, as as lots of people are during the COVID situation. So we've now got a three D print and post service. If you email in your file, we'll print it for you and and post it to you. Um, we're also um, launching. We've just launched some new workshops called Design and Deliver workshops. Um, there's one specifically for Father's Day that you can gift to somebody. Um, but also um, we're starting to widen the uh, design and deliver workshops where the pr- the principle is you design them at home, you access um, video tutorials from us and then send us your file and we'll make it and post it out to you. Um, we're also the um, Summer Reading Challenge uh, nationally is just launched on the Silly Squad theme. So yeah, we'll be linking some workshops over the summer to to the Silly Squad, which will be good fun. Kerala, people might not necessarily expect to see a 3D printer when they walk into a library to get their books. How important is it that the library service sort of keep as up to date as possible on, on, on tech? Because some people might not see the connection between being able to build your own scarf and a bounce and rhyme. Like what, what place does a fab lab have in a library? Uh, integral part. Uh, I would say it's a really important role. In fact, I, I remember the first time I saw a 3d printer and like the desire to use it and just be able to access it. And pe- if people don't have that, at our libraries, they'll find it elsewhere. And we always want to be helping people and educating people and bring people in so that they can make those connections and see these amazing machines that they might not otherwise know about. With FabLab, like Bounce and Rhymes connections, we did like, um, we have coda pillars at the FabLab and uh, we sometimes use them in the children's team area of doing, reading out the Hungry Caterpillar and having them use this very nice coda pillar to find the fruit and locate objects. And so is, locate- that, is, is that like a remote control caterpillar? It kind of is. So it's like the basics of coding where the segments of the caterpillar actually have different directions and sort of aims, objectives. So say one bit of the caterpillar will want to go left, one bit of the caterpillar will want to go right. And you can move those about and slot them in in different orders so that you can create the path that the caterpillar goes upon. Uh, there was a we had a guest on a podcast a couple of weeks ago called Tabitha who talked about how when libraries first opened you know hundreds of years ago um their kind of number one priority was to offer information to people who wouldn't have access to those things um she kind of argued that if there was no such thing as a library and somebody decided to build one today it wouldn't it, it definitely wouldn't just be books on the shelves because information and technology can be kind of gifted in so many different ways now and and the fab lab seems to really fit that kind of ethos like you know you can't just get a 3d printer you know they're, they're not as available readily available as 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 say you know a, a phone or, or or a book but it, it seems like the library can 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 offer it to you either, either at like a reasonable 
you know really accessibly yeah com- completely i think that's where the fab lab comes in you you wouldn't expect to see such equipment on on public access um and and most people wouldn't have a laser cutter at home most people lots of people still don't have 3d printers and especially i i love to see children coming in um but leaving with something that they've made and they almost bounce or skip out the door um it's it's really powerful to 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 design something and make it but and walk out with it at the end it's really exciting yeah i, I well i remember we never had a fab lab back in back in my school days but the kind of woodwork metalwork you know technology lessons were kind of my favorite um, I even did microelectronics for a GCSE because I just love the idea of building something. It really feels like this, you know, has such a broad um, appeal, like not only kind of, I guess, the adults who are prototyping their uh, inventions, I guess, but also you, you say you do a lot of stuff for kids as well? Yeah, we we um, both run um, various workshops across the year. We've got an outreach programme where we go out to schools, colleges. We've even linked with Exeter University. Um, but yeah, we we run um, when the COVID situation settles down, we'll we'll have our birthday parties running again. Um, but yeah, we can run bespoke sessions for children, adults, um, or or anybody. One one thing that um, sticks out to me from a from a make is we had a a, a group with um, young adults with disabilities called the Pelican Group come in for a series of workshops. And they were making um, um, things out of glitter acrylic that were going to light up on the side of their wheelchairs. So they came came in with some designs, and they literally blinged up their wheelchairs. Um, and yeah, they're, they're they're all good for their performance, which is that was a particularly good good make session. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, Carole, you're you're all the way. Well, I say you're all the way up in Barstable. That's only because I'm all the way down in Exeter. Um, do you do a lot of outreach, like outside of the library? Do you kind of like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, we did some sort of co-creation projects with the uh, space, and they did some creative jams over the last like year. They've done about four, I think. I oh, went to. Amazing. Yeah. We, well, I think we've got we've got space on next week yeah. i believe on the podcast so that, oh, that's gonna be great stuff. they're lovely people and um such fun and really great projects that they've been running but we go all the way to exmouth like when marcus wasn't in his post i'd travel around your area in fact um we've done outreach with like the u3a groups around us anything that s- sort of strikes interest they want to have us come out schools colleges our museums we like to interact with our local environment. How, do, how can people get involved in the Fab Lab, Marcus? There's, um, there's a number of ways. The, the best way to see what we're up to is on our social media feeds. So we post out on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, we also have a volunteer programme. So if somebody has relevant tech skills um, and is willing to come in, um, we run a volunteer programme. Um, on short shifts normally every week or every two weeks um, so yeah if if you'd like to volunteer definitely get in touch and, and we can make that happen and um, we also um, when we're running normally we have a membership that runs and people sign up to um, use the fab lab under their membership and we'll run inductions and, and train you up on the machines we also run taster sessions where you can come in for an hour and just have a go if, if that's what you want to do 
Um, and as we've mentioned before, we run we run a, a wide range of um, workshops and things throughout the year. One of the one of the things that I noticed when I was kind of looking into this episode was the work that the Fab Lab have done to kind of help the coronavirus efforts. Talk a little bit about that. What's that all about? Yeah, we um, in Exeter, we've been involved with a local volunteer group um, called PPE for Exeter. And um, basically a, a whole collection of people with 3D printers have been printing out headbands, which the plastic visors will fit onto. Um, and we we printed out uh, just over 250 headbands on our 3D printers. And as a group, I know that um, well over 2,000 um, headbands with the visors have now been sent out across the local area, which is uh, amazing. It's just great to be able, be able to use the kit to help. Yeah, well, no, absolutely. And and it gives like a real practical, uh, well, I was going to say promotion, but that might be a bit of a <laughs> wrong word, but it, it really demonstrates like the positive power. Yeah, and, and, and the ability of the printers, there's, there's, it's almost endless, the, the projects and things that you can design and print. So uh, we're going to go into, we've just got one final little question. Uh, it's a question that we ask all of our guests on the show. Uh, we'll start with you, Kerala. What are you reading at the moment? Oh, I uh, I just started Windhaven by uh, George R. R. Martin and I think Lisa. Oh, what's her last name? It's a joint effort. I just started reading it, so I'm only a few pages in, about twenty pages. It's really, it's it's good so far. It's about these sort of people on this island, as much as I can, like say for now because I haven't got into it much but they um sort of they have these glider wings that they fly about their island on so you can become a flyer if you're on your island well what about you Mark, uh, Marcus what well you, right what now I um downloaded a pdf uh, magazine this morning called hello world which is a, a new magazine that's been produced for digital makers and educators um, and with our little boy who's two, um, we've just got a copy of Hey Dougie. It's all um, all about Dougie hugs. Um, so that's that's our favourite shared book at the moment. I my my daughter. I've got a two year old daughter. She's she's a Peppa Pig. We can't oh. quite get her onto Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dougie! It's all about Peppa. Dougie rocks. <laughs> Anyway, uh, listen, it's been great talking to you guys. Um, I know that uh, with the libraries closed, the Fab Lab um, is not at it's full power much like all of the uh, actual libraries in devon but um we're really looking forward to throwing the doors open and letting people come back in and play with all of your toys um thanks very much for talking to us yeah thanks for having us and watch out for our workshops online yeah we'll see you soon well that was interesting that wasn't me doing the interview and it was you how was how did you find the interviewing side of things callum uh lee that's the last time I authorise you going on holiday. I didn't, I mean, I enjoyed it. No, listen, they were great. I, you know, they, they were fantastic, but, you know, it's nerve-wracking. You've got to control the space. You've got to, you know, but no, I, yeah. I, I really enjoy working sort of next to the Fab Lab in Exeter. Whenever you walk past it, it really smells like a really kind of interesting workshop space and everybody in there is always tinkering with something. So um, it, it, is a, it is a fantastic space and I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, Kerala and Marcus could come and talk to me. Have you ever seen anything really interesting come out of the Fab Lab, like a prototype of, uh, I don't know, uh, a new spaceship or something? <laughs> One of the things that comes out of the Fab Lab 
are the designs that they do around Christmas. So they, they kind of have this whole sort of sh Christmas shop that, you know, with full of Christmas decorations and things like that. And I always find that they're really in, sort of interesting. Children can go in and make something for their parents for Christmas. And, you know, when you get like an eight-year-old really excited about the 3D print that they've just done, you know, they're always showing you. And, you know, it, it, it looks relatively basic, but I, I couldn't do it. So it's always really still quite impressive. I think that's kind of my favourite my favorite thing that, that happens. It's really exciting around that. Yeah, and one of the things Marcus is doing as well, or trying to get off the ground a bit more, is to visit other libraries and take the Fab Lab around well, a bit more. Yeah, because the 3D printers, yeah, the 3D printers transportable you know and and they do like pop-ups everywhere you know it's really good yeah and Kerala like she said in the interview Kerala does a lot of like outreach for schools so she takes a lot of the equipment to schools and things which is which I think is really great because you know it's really exciting if somebody comes in and can you know build something with a 3d printer nothing like that yeah happened. and they really get you involved I mean we had Marcus down at um we had Marcus down at St Thomas Library uh, about a year ago and um, we had um a bunch of young people in and they were choosing designs or they were designing t-shirts yeah it was so much fun yeah. they really had a blast and they, they've walked away with the t-shirts they've made yeah yeah um and they couldn't believe that what they were looking at yeah you know their designs on a t-shirt you know an hour later they're walking home with their yeah. design it was a fantastic session yeah it's time for the lightning review. So joining me today is the Senior Supervisor for Innovation and Development at Barnstable Library. It's Amy Bell Warfel. How are you doing, Amy? Welcome to the show. Hello, Callum. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And how are you? I'm good, actually. Yeah, um, you've, we, we're, we've, we're recording this literally five minutes after I've woken up from a nap. So um, I feel <laughs> like I'm a little bit sluggish, but we're going to we're going to plow on. We're doing a lightning book review. We're going to get the adrenaline up. Um, yeah. Do, do you know the rules? Do you know what we're doing with the lightning book review? Yes, I think so. I'm ready to give it a go. All right, cool. So Amy Bell Warfel, the Senior Supervisor for Innovation and Development at Barnstable Library. What does that What does that mean? What is a What is an What is a supervisor for innovation and development? It means all sorts, really. I help look after the Fab Lab at Barnstable Library and our very lovely digital making tutor, Kerala, who I, I believe is on your podcast at some point, along with Marcus, who's the digital making tutor at Exeter. I think that this lightning review is happening mere minutes after we've heard the interview with them. So, oh, awesome! Amazing. Yeah. Well, cool. Are you ready for the lightning book review? Let's give it a go. Okay, today I would like you to review Glass Women by Caroline Lee. Um, yeah, that's that on my bookshelf and I haven't even opened that one. <laughs> Stop the timer. <laughs> Reset. All right, no worries. Let's go back. So the book that I would like you to review is Pine by Francine Toon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that was really great. It's really ominous. It's really atmospheric. It's set in the Scottish Highlands. It's about a girl and her dad. And there's something really sort of mysterious is happening. She's experiencing these almost sort of paranormal things. Um, the characterization is really good. The writing's really good. And I would heavily recommend it. I'm not going to give away the ending or what happens um, because that is part of the story, how it all unfolds and she's experiencing all these different things. 
Um, yeah, I haven't read anything else by her. Yeah, it was good. Wow. Well, that was an incredibly concise and quick review. Are you are you happy with the review that you've given, Amy? I think so. Good. Yeah, I got all the the main. I actually remembered what the book was and the, the story. <laughs> so that is, that's was, really good. Yeah. Was that a worry for you that I'd pick a book that you? It was a worry. The right. the tension was killing me there. Well, well. It sounds like a book that you've read and that you recommend, but that you didn't want to tell anybody what was going on in it. Like no, no plots or characters. That sounds. No, I I really genuinely enjoyed the book. So I would say go borrow it. Brilliant. From our lovely library stock. (laughs) Well, Amy, thanks very much for joining me today. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we sign off? Um, I'd love to say how impressed and proud I am of all of our staff at Libraries Unlimited, how they've really risen to the challenge in these really difficult times. They're working hard, they're supporting each other, and they're all amazing. Oh, well, no, I can't agree with you more, Amy. Well, thanks very much for joining me, um, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you very much, Callum. Oh. That was very nice of her to say how great we are. Yeah, I felt, yeah, I, I think so too. Um, you, you may obviously notice that I left in, you know, I suggested a book that she hadn't read and you'd be, mm. that happens all the time. Every lightning review. I bet it does. Uh, but I decided yeah. to leave it in this one just to demonstrate to people that it's, sometimes it's not as easy Boy. as you think it is. No, no, no. Well, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? If you have, if you're looking at the, the, the borrower record and they've got a book out, you can't guarantee they've read it exactly. and yeah, it could be sitting on the shelf. So that's that's the way it goes sometimes. And we've all been there. You know? We've all I mean, taken books home and not read them. Yeah, I'd encourage the next person who actually does that and says it's on the shelf, say, well, guess what it's about. Guess what it's about. <laughs> Why did you pick it up? <laughs> You've got a minute to make yeah. up a story around the cover. <laughs> okay, that's the end of another podcast. Callum, what have we got to look forward to next week? Well, I'm really looking forward to next week because we are inviting our friends from space who look after the youth service in devon and they're going to be talking to us about their youth provisions their youth services and their relationship with the library okay callum i'll see you next week bye see you next week lee you've been listening to the libraries unlimited podcast libraries unlimited deliver the library service to torbay and devon So if you'd like to pop over to the homepages to see what's going on or even donate, please do. You can visit Torbay at torbaylibraries.org.uk or devonlibraries.org.uk. We'll see you there. Bye.